So this woman, she says, Prim, I have been scammed five times. <laughs> five times. Not once, not five twice, times. not twice, but five times. Five. And you and never learn you never learn a lesson. They're different categories. Okay. One is iPhone. Okay. One is car. <laughs> one is agriculture. <laughs> In fact, to agriculture. One is one is passion fruit. <laughs> one is poultry. One is piggery. In fact, let me stop them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> My name is Barney Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Ball Talk Show. Did I leave it like this? No, yeah. <laughs> Are we doing this again? Okay. Like yeah. this? No, I think there was a so like an, an iPhone that you, you pull the screen down, there's a circle uh, that has a Aha! There we go. Okay. Oh, I did it. I'm an IT technician, basically. I think. Did I do it? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you got it. Today you didn't struggle like you did last time for a while. Last time was crazy. You think I was like 60 years old struggling with technology, you know? <laughs> but we made it. <laughs> I remember you said, uh, I feel like a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's Linda. What what do you say? It's good to be back. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. I think it's been over a year and some. I don't even remember. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. But yeah, uh, I've enjoyed having. I enjoyed having you here the last time. I had so much so much fun, and uh, I'm I'm um also the people that you recommended to be on my podcast. I had a good time with Hakim. Hakim. Yeah. And he is he he became like a brother once I hosted him once. Then like he became like we we started like recording back and forth. So he he was a great guy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. How have you been? I have been good. Yeah. Wow, it has been a year. Mm-hmm. I've just remembered. Yeah, it was. It's been about a year since we spoke last. And uh-huh. yeah, well, the world has felt like a whirlwind. Yeah. But it's been interesting. It's been positive. It's been negative at times. <laughs> But it is what it is. It you know? is what it is. <laughs> uh, you've been. I've, I've, I follow you on Instagram. You've been all over the yeah. world. Um, I've, I've been tracking you from your birthday, from just having fun. <laughs> you've been traveling all over the place. Uh, how has that been? I love any excuse to leave the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. And I'm actually going to be leaving. I think I've got about four weeks until I'm off on holiday. Okay. That's good. That's good. I'm also looking forward to a, a short break here real soon. So that's why I was making a video today and I was like, oh, I'm going to be off for the podcast a little bit. So actually, this is my last recording. Then I take a break. And No then, way. No, like, no, no for forever. Just just for a little bit. Okay. Where are you off to? Just, just relaxing, chilling. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, you have been churning these podcasts out. I mean, every second day I've seen something else. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
go. This is what you call work rates. Yeah. And this is what all of us should be doing. But it's just amazing to see another young Ugandan out here just doing it for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it's been really good. It's been good. Um I think what has made me stay consistent is the strategy of a question that I discovered and I, I tell that to everybody who wants to the podcast. My question that I ask people like who would you like to see on my podcast next? And mm -hmm. that right there has kept me going. Like once somebody leaves my podcast, they recommend somebody. So like I know right. I'm, I'm gonna record with another person. So I'm gonna record yeah. another, so it's been like that. Like somebody recommends somebody and then that person. So that's why I've not been running out of like guests and stuff like that. So it's been it's been pretty cool. That sounds sick. So yeah, uh Queen of the North, that's the name is <laughs> in the building. First of all, what are you drinking in the bottle, in the in the glass? So I've got some red wine okay. up in here. I know you can't see, but it trust me, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I I was like last time when we did a podcast, we had a drink. So today I was like, there's this new drink I like. It has passion fruit. Um, yeah. So Ooh, rum punch. Yep. So it's a rum punch. Uh, it's a, the best drink I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. It's pretty good. Um, I drink it all the time. And that's what I'm going to be drinking today. I waited to open it till you come on the podcast. It's just... No way. <laughs> way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, while you, I won't say you were gone because you've been watching the podcast. You've been behind the yep. scenes. But like. While you, I'll, I'll still use the line, while you were gone or like the last time I had you in the podcast, me talking to you for the first time, we picked up a vibe. I kind of, I would say like I kind of know the kind of person you are and even on your socials. So I had random thoughts of things I want to do with my podcast. Like, you know, I bring people to share their stories, which is cool. But once in a while, I want to do some topics, like some just random thoughts, some fun stuff. And mm -hmm. I was like, I pick out people who I want to do these topics with. Like, I did one with Akim. We talked about the Entebbe uh, story and uh, stuff like that. So I, I picked up this uh, conversation. It was on a, a lady's Instagram. And I'll give a shout out because we're going to use some of those resources. So I want to shout out to Nyonyo Prim, who is a content creator in Uganda. I follow her on her Instagram page. And one day... She opened up her Instagram for people to share stories about getting scammed. And that's uh -huh. a, the funniest thing, funniest stories you hear from Uganda. And that's what we're going to be reacting on today. And uh, before we read anybody's story, before we read anybody's story, I want to share my first story because I want listeners to know and the people <laughs> to hear that it's not only them that get scammed and you will die to laugh. But in this, that's how we learn lessons. So, so that's, that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to react to these stories that I got, that people shared on Instagram. Um, but my story, and this, this, this was funny. I was about, I just finished high school. You know, the problem is where we grew up. And you grew up in a village. You've never been to Kampala. <laughs> so you come to Kampala for the first time. My uncle was from the States. He brings a new phone. He was a Motorola. He's like, hey, I want to give somebody a new phone. I'm out of high school. I was like, oh, I want it. But he doesn't have a battery. So the phone didn't have a battery. But he was like, if you, if you go to Kampala, you can buy a battery and just put it Real on. Real easy. Real yeah. easy. I get a phone. 
I take the taxi from Wakiso to Kampala, 14 kilometers. I enter Kampala, there's those buildings in Motasa Cafero. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I enter Motasa Cafero. I was with my cousin, and my cousin is younger than me, just two of us. <clears throat> and we go in there. So, silly me, I didn't ask nobody. I was like, I thought I was sharp. I was a sharp kid. I go into Motasa Cafero, and then I find a guy standing there. I tell the guy my whole story. Hey, I just got this new phone. It's from the US. I don't have a battery, but I want to buy oh. a, I want to buy a battery. Say, <laughs> so, I have money. I want to buy a battery so I can put in my phone. So I tell him everything. <laughs> the guy goes, I go to Galina. I go to Galina. We have those here. Come with me. <laughs> he tells me, so give me the phone. And how much money you have? I was like, I had 50K. That's all I had. And like, oh my gosh. When, he, when he told me that I go to Gaina, I knew, oh, this guy is going to finish. Again, a Chimara, like he's going to finish it. I give him the money. I give him the phone. He's like, come with me. So this dude goes through the building. Like I was in Tasek for where they sell phones. He goes through the building. We go by the mobile money lady sitting outside. The guy was like, and the guy was like, he gave that lady the 50K. He's like, change. So he got changed out of the 50K. And he was explaining to me, you know, where they sell these batteries, we have to give them, we have to bargain. So I need change so we can bargain with these people. Guy gets change. We come back in the building where I found him. And then he finds another guy standing there and he tells him, hey, there's a kind of battery. He's looking. He gave him 20K and he gave him the phone. So guy, he gets 20K and the guy takes me around the building too. And the guy was like, Mutabani, I tell you, good enough, you still have your phone. Now get your phone and go back home. And I was wow. like, they were just like making me walk around. And the guy took all the money. They gave me the phone back. And I was lucky to end up with a phone. So <laughs> You're so lucky because the way that this story could have just spun Mutasa Kafero. If yeah. anyone ever lived in Kampala, been to Uganda, if you hear those words, Mutasa Kaferro. Exactly. Just know you are in the playground of thieves. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is at that time I worked in another building. Um what's the name of the building? Majestic Plaza. So I worked yeah. for, I worked for my cousin at Majestic Plaza. We were selling like video games and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so I thought I knew the city. I thought I knew I thought I was sharp. I work in, in Majestic Plaza, but I really wasn't. And I just thought I was. I wanted to pretend like I am. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm sharp. I can do mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. And the guy uh, just ripped me off. And I never told, the funny part is I never told anybody that story because I thought I was sharp and I got ripped. You, so you I, got home and no one knew <laughs> no, anything that happened. No, I kept it to myself because I knew they were going to laugh at me. So, <laughs> this is the first time I'm sharing this story on here. This was like since 2012. Yeah, that's I actually got. have a Mutasa Kafero story. Let's hear yours before we, we, we read to this one. <laughs> so a few years ago, um, I was spending a long time in Uganda. I was there from, I want to say November to June. So it was coming to that celebratory season of Christmas. And I had come from Kitgum to Kampala to just one last enjoyment before I go up. I have my UK phone. I had my... Um, 
iPhone, I don't know, Steve Jobs keeps on vomiting all, all these iPhones all the time. So I don't know what, what type it was, but it was without the extra mutant cameras, just mm -hmm. like the one camera lens at the back. Mm -hmm. Don't know what copy. Yeah. Anyway, I had it. Um, and I went out to eat. It was COVID time, so it was the curfew time. So if you were caught slipping on the road, it was bad. So I finished eating at um, Mythos. Shout out to Mythos. You kicked some nice ass ribs, man. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've gotten the Uber. The Uber woman is telling me, oh, you haven't gotten, if you haven't got cash, I can't carry you. I'm, I'm like, I'm using card. Fast forward and get into a vault. Fast forward, we're coming to, um, where is it? Coming to Tinder. Okay. And there's a certain junction that you, that you, you go like this, there's a shell or a total at this side. Why am I on my phone in the middle of Kampala <laughs> around 7 p.m., 8 p.m.? Yeah. With the window all the Open. way down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my phone is on full brightness. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm using yeah, near the window. I'm using my phone. I'm there looking at pics, playing what I'm looking at it all. It was the the way that I was robbed was the most gentle <laughs> gentle experience of my life. As if I was giving the thief the phone. Yeah. Before I knew it, the phone was just going like this, like this. <laughs> hey! <laughs> he ran, he jumped on a border, he was off. I said, my God, this is what everybody has always warned me about. Yeah. Since I started coming here in 2003, they told me I never listened. Cool. A few days later, I need a phone. Mm -hmm. I need a new phone. I end up in Mutasa Cafero. <laughs> <laughs> Man, buying a new phone. I got a new phone. I think I paid like, I want to say 700k okay. for like an iPhone 7 or oh. something. I was like, okay, this is going to do me. And I, I hope that these guys are good, you know. Yeah. They seem like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So many phones, so many people. And I was with my cousin who had worked there at one time mm -hmm. in his life. So I thought I was in safe hands. Yeah. Guy, the phone battery <laughs> was like a cigarette <laughs> on a windy day. And I had paid 700,000 shillings. For the phone. And just as we were there, there were people like bringing in new stock. Mm -hmm had gotten and we just knew that there were stolen phones yeah everyone i feel like every single ugandan or every ugandan knows somebody who has a motasa kafera story in right. which yeah. <laughs> i thought but, you i thought you're gonna say like um i thought you're gonna say like when you went to motasa kafera they brought you the same phone they stole from <laughs> you you know like they steal something from you uh then you you go to there we tracked it there but there was you know there's so many different bazaars there's so many different shops it mm -hmm. would have been impossible to try and search right. um but yeah i just i just bought something temporary yeah. but it was hilarious they yes, 
Yeah, they they're smooth. Um, the way they do their things, it's it's crazy. And poor, poor Ugandans. And uh, so, some I wanted us to share those because I don't want people to feel guilty. And uh, when I post this, I also want people to share their stories on the comments yes. below on this on this episode. Where when I put it out, so that would be funny. Um, there were some of these funny stories, and I I sent you some. Um, I'll let you go first and pick out one of the the funniest, and we'll react to that one. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> let me get them. Let me get them. <laughs> this one killed me. Okay. <laughs> so, somebody shared Monai. I ordered something from some online shop. It was a wig. God, don't they send a used, reused, used thing? <laughs> so basically, this girl had gone to an online shop thinking that she's going to get a brand new wig, a bust down 30 something, something nice. And they gave her a reused wig. <laughs> what? <laughs> so one thing, one thing I, was, I laugh about that, because I know in Uganda they have, I only know Jumia. I don't know any other online shop in Uganda. So it's Jumia. But I think I know, I know there are some people who sell stuff on Instagram too. Like, you know, you can buy it off Instagram and they deliver it. Yeah. Yeah. But I could imagine, like, I wish they were sharing pictures. Like, how was this used and reused? It's like, it's, it's like it was on the fourth person. You, do you know what's happened? I've seen a lot of people nowadays you'll be on a border yeah mm -hmm. and you have your nice wig people have been snatching wigs from women on borders <laughs> in uganda oh <laughs> yes i've seen at least three videos within the last year yeah of it happening in kampala slay queens are being displayed on the streets slay queen <laughs> <laughs> One thing I know about Uganda, they're not sleeping. Like, they're not. They're always on the move. And, like, that yeah. story you shared about somebody stealing your phone throughout the window, that was, you're, like, the seventh person I've had. Because my dad, he was, he was holding on his phone on the window, too, and they were trying to rip it from him. But he folded back. He got the guy's hand. And, oh. like, he, he got it back. Because they say rolling the window up, and he was holding on his hand. So the glass was pushing his hand through the window so the guy let go and then they, they let him go yeah for me i was not as sharp as your dad i let that thing go you'd feel you'd think that i gave him the phone <laughs> that is how smooth the process was <laughs> but it's funny like for the wig i didn't know they ripped them off people's heads that was like somebody yes! just rip off of the border that's, that's crazy like and the funny part is like this person who got like they reuse and use and that's why I was saying earlier that I thought you were going to buy your own phone. Because, and this is not a scam. It's something that happened in Kampala where I packed, mm. I packed my car when I still lived in Kampala. Still in high school. A lot of things happened after my vacation of senior six when I was in Uganda. So I go to this restaurant in, where is that church? Kayanja's church somewhere. Bulange. No, no, not Bulange. Somewhere. So there was a restaurant by Kayang Pastor Kayanja's church. Miracle Center. Yeah. yeah. So I go to that restaurant, I park my car there for five minutes, five minutes. I leave the car to go inside, pick up something, come back. These guys had ripped this thing that pulls the windows up. The headlights were gone. What? And, 
in five minutes. Like I didn't take more than that. I think that. So there were there were some border guys sitting right there. There were some border border guys sitting there, and I think they're the ones that communicate to these people. So the <laughs> funny part is, I go to watch Seka Seka Market, and I go to buy parts for this Romuka. And guess what? They were the exact parts that they stole out of my car. And they were selling them to me. They sell to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you go there, buy your own part that they stole last night to put back in your car. I have to give it to these thieves. I mean, you know what? It's not like... I'm happy we're still at the point where it's painful, but it's still comedically funny. Mm-hmm. We're not like in the middle of the road getting stopped at gunpoint, right. you know? Right. Hey, give me a bag, give me a bag. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I quietly take this from you and I'm going to sell it to you, but nobody was hurt in the process. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of another story that it's it's not here Um but somebody didn't write it, but I saw it happen. It happened to one of my <laughs> friends in um, Kibuli. There's those people who sell, the vendors sell in the, in the evening. They come and sell shoes. They sell like yeah. a lot of stuff. So we were in Kibuli. My, my buddy stopped to buy some sneakers. There were some sneakers they sell at night. Uh-huh. This guy really looked at the shoes and they were left and right. He bought the shoes. He goes home and they're both left shoes. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But like some some guy, like, I don't know, maybe he didn't just pay attention, but he got home and they were both left foot shoes, like in the same shoes. That was funny. <laughs> you ask how it happens, but you don't, like, I don't know. I think something comes and just takes your brains out of it at that point. I don't know. Just makes you stupid. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I remember my, my mum used to speak about this growing up when you go to like the meat shop um, and you're being sent there with a specific amount of money, you have to get a specific amount of kilos to cook for the whole family. Yeah. And you come in there and they're greeting you, hey, mama, how are you? What? They're cutting the meat. Yeah. And as they're cutting the meat, they, they're tucking some back. There's a cavera <laughs> on the left. <laughs> <laughs> You sweet nothing. How is school? How is what? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Before you go, maybe you wanted two kilos, you're going home with one point three kilos and you've got the rest. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I swear Kampala, they are creative in their way of like uh-huh. scamming and stealing. It's just just creative. Like we, we won't even touch about pickpocketing because I've witnessed that a million times. Like somebody has you have your your ten K up here. Some yep. dude gets it out of there without you knowing. I mean it's just it's just stupid. All right, I'll get the second one. I'll get this one. Uh this one said some guy was selling three bags at seventy K and mm. and stupid me paid before delivery. Ask me why. Uh, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> yeah, you can't pay without receiving something. Like she bought like each bag, each bag for seventy k. So you paid two hundred and ten k without delivery. Mm-mm. Before delivery. Before delivery. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mama. <laughs> 
some of these things. And the reason why I wanted to do this exact podcast is just for fun, but also to let people know, like, the scammers are there. And, like, yeah. and like I know we suffer because of ignorance. And I've said yeah. this on the podcast, like, because of our research, we don't. There's a lot of people in Uganda I could have scammed by them t- telling me, hey, can you help me go to the United States? I can send you money and... I could yeah. tell you, oh, I know this person, I know this person, and they could believe me. But at some yeah. point, you got to step back and you're like, how is this guy going to get me in the United States? Or like, how is this guy going to give me these three bags without me seeing them? Or don't even know this guy, and you just pay for the bags without delivery. Whether it's like, I think some parts is naivety. Maybe it's never happened to you before. You just don't know what being scammed looks like and you know ugandans are such lovely people (laughs) no one's gonna scam you with a frown they're gonna scam you so sweetly you're gonna feel so nice yeah (laughs) 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 what they're planning for you yeah so i don't know and then of course maybe going to um the u.s some people will just be like man i need to get out of uganda like I need to hustle, I need to go abroad, and they're not really going to be thinking about the implications, mm-hmm. you know? Just like we see so many girls that go to Saudi Arabia all the time, not having a clue about what they're going to meet on the other right. side. But with um, we're going to the US, it's just a thing where, I don't know, I think it's just the, you, f- you picture that every street is made out of gold. <laughs> and yeah. black- and either money that I'm gonna have, eh? I'm going to buy land, I'm gonna build houses, yeah. you know. You're not thinking that, eh, but this guy told me if I send him ten thousand dollars, he will assure me that I can get the visa. <laughs> I think that's the other problem, like I say ignorance, because we don't know what it takes to get the some some people yeah. don't know what it takes to get the US. When you go in the U.S. embassy, you're going to be by yourself in the consular's office asking mm-hmm. you questions why you're going to the U.S. The person who took your 10K or your 10,000 U.S. dollars is not going to be there. He's going to... The best they're going, to, they're going to do for you is fill out an application, which you could do by yourself. By yourself for free. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll take your 10K and say, hey, now... If I, like even if they helped oh, you, even if they were too nice and they helped you through the whole process, it's gonna be on you to go there and feel like I've had a lot of stories of people telling me, "Man, there was this organization I paid a ton of money to help me this," and it's just funny. It's just crazy. It's so crazy to me. So you want to take the next, uh, the next one? Let's do it. Okay, okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) this is similar to the other one. It's like, oh my gosh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, this woman, she says, Prim, I have been scammed five times. (laughs) Five times? Not once, not twice, not twice, but five times. Five and you and never learn you never learn a lesson. They're different categories. Okay. One is iPhone. Okay. One is car. 
what is agriculture? <laughs> if I talk agriculture, one is one is passion fruit, <laughs> one is poultry, one is piggery. If I let me stop with them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I've never done anything like this, but this is funny as hell. <laughs> I knew this was so, gonna happen. Number one, mm-hmm. iPhone from Instagram, a highly followed Instagram page in Kenya, but showing Uganda. <laughs> Why did you do that? Come on, sis. Like a I highly think... followed page on Instagram, which these days anybody could have. A million followers. You can just Honest, buy a page. If you wanted to, and the thing is, it's so cheap to buy Instagram followers. If we wanted to have millions of followers, I don't think it would cost more than a couple hundred dollars. Right. You know? So imagine what you're able to achieve. And of course, the thing is, I feel like there's little tips that you can do to kind of validate whether someone's legit or not. Right. You know? Yeah, for real. Because someone can have many followers and the the engagement is always key. Mm-hmm. Go on the comments. If it's like all these bots from like India or like these bizarre places that are so far removed from the continent or the country that you're at, mm-hmm. it's a surefire sign to say this is probably not it. Um, if every single page has like a disparity of followers, as in... The, the fake page is following 2,000 people and they have three followers. I mean, it's unlikely that they are real. Yeah. That's just their hint. Yeah. Before you leave that, actually, there's a lot of people who have been scammed through that. And again, my people, my, my I care about my people in Uganda. Like, yes. don't, don't get taken away by... Like, this person is saying, like, a highly followed instagram page in kenya it doesn't matter if it's in the u.s it doesn't matter where it's at but do your research before you spend money online like even me when i'm in the u.s i look at a website like is this something where i'm gonna get my money back like at amazon amazon won't charge you unless your per your your package is shipping like you know like that's legit like even on facebook like there's facebook market in the u.s you don't pay somebody unless you see something like some people have like, hey, I can ship it to you. I was like, no, nope, I'm only doing local. So yeah. there's some things you can you can think about before you put your money online. Like there's so much. It, it, it actually saves yourself money being internet privy and actually just taking that extra five or ten minutes before you make that investment to really think about where your money is actually going. Right. And it be reviewed. Are there reviews? Mm-hmm. Oh, all the reviews look the same? Oh, honey. They just want your money. Yeah. Be careful. Okay, there was another one. There was, in fact, was this on number one? Let's go to number two. Mm-hmm. Carl from Nairobi. It has never reached. You know when they say people have bought cars and failed to pay their taxes. So you pay URA. And buy from the Nairobi URA of Uganda. I have forgotten the name. I don't know what she said at the end. Nayemo Kama Abasonyu, but God forgive them. Right. <laughs> and it's true, but God forgive them. Cars are not cheap. No. But like, it's so like, 
I don't even know. Like, this is something. And, like, it's funny, but when you're buying something like a car, why don't you... I don't know. Like, this is what I, I told you at first. Like, I wonder if people go into that space where you get stupid. <laughs> like, you don't... <laughs> like... You get in that space where you get stupid. You get too excited. And like you're excited about the car you're buying that you've never yeah. seen. And you just spend all this money. Like spend it all. Do you know what? I'm trying to think. I remember I recall a conversation I had with one of my cousins. And um, I remember he wanted to get into the car business in Uganda, you know. Um, you're able to get a car from somewhere. They send it to Nairobi. You're able to now send it to Uganda somehow. You find a guy at Entebbe is able to process everything nice and smoothly. Yeah. It's always nice and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of, it takes a lot of trust. And the trust is easily broken because somebody can just, okay, I have how many hundreds of thousands of dollars with me because of this person who's trying to bring cars from Nairobi to Uganda. He's already promised somebody the car in Uganda. Mm -hmm. And now he's giving me the money. Why should I give him the car? But I can just keep the money yeah. and just keep going off and just eat my mandazi and enjoy my life. <laughs> you know, one, one thing I've actually thought why Ugandans are easy to, to scam is they get too excited and they also want easy stuff, like something easy. That's true. Like I want it easy. Like, hey, this plot of land that sells for 10 millions i can get it for you for 5 million like uh, i can get you this couple and that's where they want it like hey when a guy has all confident that this for 5 million instead of 10k go wire 10k and the guy just disappears with it disappears <laughs> it disappears because it it's nothing on their conscience and do you know what do you know why yeah i'm gonna say something it could be a bit controversial but hear me out okay I have nothing but respect for, for some of these Uganda thieves. <laughs> the economy is not easy, yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Global warming is hard. You plant cassava, you expected rain, the rain is not coming. Yep. You know who's coming? <laughs> Samba Summers. <laughs> you know yep. what they have? Money. iPhone. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Laptop. <laughs> exactly. What are they not streetwise? Go and get your money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's why for me, when, when I go back to Uganda and I don't carry my, even when I'm in Kampala, I don't pick up your call when I'm walking on the streets in Kampala. That's no. I, I only, yeah, I don't pick up any phone call when I'm walking on the streets in Kampala. That's, if you need me, you'll get to me whenever I get to you. But at that time, my phone is going to be in my pocket and I'm not getting it out. And that's why every time I go to Kampala, they think I'm, I'm styles, um, I'm des a designer. I wear the, there's a, a cross bag that I wear here. And that yeah. has. <laughs> you have to be anti thief proof because if you put anything in your back pocket, it's mm -hmm. well done, it's gone. And. I've also I've always had people from the diaspora criticizing, saying, "Oh, you know, why do some of the people just target us?" And what they don't realize is, they're not just targeting you; they're targeting 
anybody and everybody, yeah. anyone can get it. Anyone. Anyone can get it. I've seen the day-to-day normal Ugandan get robbed. Blood. <laughs> Don't think just because you came from the diaspora that you're the only target. People home are home all the time. And their stuff is getting taken all the time. Right. School fees have been taken from bags. <laughs> Guys, don't you, don't think your bought used UK iPhone is the only thing that's able to sell. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, takes me to the third the third one of this thing. She said, "I joined farming passion fruits." <laughs> The farm manager took everything. <laughs> I like how this person has been scammed in every economy. She has tried. <laughs> she, she gets scammed on iPhone, then she goes, ah, let me try the car. The car gets scammed. Let me try farming. <laughs> one the person. Next one. The next one took me out. In fact, the next two are just too good. Okay. Four, joined poultry with my uncle. After two years, he sold everything, gave me no money after I had done a heavy investment. My mother just laughed, seeing how her brother can con me. <laughs> That's Uganda for you. It doesn't it doesn't matter if it's your brother, your uncle, your cousin, anybody, you're not safe. <laughs> that thing killed me. And then last but not least, oh, this woman has suffered. (laughs) Went into piggery. Prim, every week, pigs were dying. (laughs) The person was selling, at this point, I'm looking for Kyogero. I have lost so much money. I haven't recovered. (laughs) I think she has really lost a lot of money. She lost money. She got money the, the phone the car the car the, the, the poultry the passion <laughs> i want to know what this person is doing right now like i want to know where she's at in life at this point oh she's someone who learned to trust no one trust, very well trust no one i think her license plate on the car says trust no one <laughs> If she got scammed by these other people she didn't know, and then her own uncle. Her own uncle. <laughs> and then the mother, her own mother, the mother's brother, the mother laughs. Loves. <laughs> Your uncle. <laughs> I feel like the mother knew something. To... <laughs> That's your uncle for you. <laughs> I think the mother was like, when we were growing up, your uncle used to do that. So she yeah, wasn't surprised. Exactly. She's not surprised. Like, of course you're going to do it. it. It was always a matter of time. Until this person started working, making their own money. Now uncle can come and steal <laughs> the money. <laughs> oh, my God. That funny. Oh, you're good. <clears throat> All right. I think I'll read the, the next one. Let's do it. <laughs> my dear... Me and my husband tried to buy an iPhone from some Nairobi guys. Oh, <laughs> there goes Nairobi guys. <laughs> Nairobi guys. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they steal our whole hooping 1.5 million Uganda shillings? We first sent them 1 million. Then the I... guys. 
little guy said, send 500k to clear with KRA. <laughs> That's instead of URA, it's KRA, Kenya, uh, whatever uh, authority. Yeah, yeah. URA. Then, then he said, we send more money for DHL. Like literally from oh. Kenya to Uganda. You need freaking DHL. <laughs> you need DHL to deliver your phone. <laughs> from Kenya to Uganda, then pay things. Okay. They from Uganda to Kenya. Uh, but before I continue, this is the part where... So like most people in Uganda know DHL because that's what they use to ship stuff. Yeah. Like to the US to... Which, I, I mean, I'm not going to refuse a DHL on my ship from Kenya to Uganda, but is that the easiest way you can get a phone from Kenya? No. Like, I feel like it's a type of universal thing within Uganda. Like, right. if you're getting something from DHL, you know that, okay, it needed to be sent with importance and to make sure it reached the destination from far mm -hmm. from the US, from the UK, right. from Europe, from Australia, but from Kenya. From Kenya? <laughs> <laughs> what is the like think about it detail is the most important um 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 expensive option exactly you mean kenya just across the border <laughs> that one that the british drew the line like they're actually over there <laughs> DHL, really? like, like that's the part where you would know like oh my gosh i'm getting scammed right now something is wrong exactly then they, I think they called the guy from DHL. Then the other guy from DHL started calling us of how he has a... Oh, no, she says, then the other guy, the guy from DHL started calling us how our package, hmm, at the end, we were told to bring the package and we pay for the remaining money yeah. from here. That's how they disappeared. So I guess, <laughs> I guess the guy from DHL calls them. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> so they need to pay they got their package but they need to pay <laughs> again <laughs> oh my god that's funny that's funny that's funny one thing I love about the African spirit yeah is oh I put my effort into something I put my work into something you gonna pay me <laughs> I know that's right <laughs> I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Even if it's a from eight, a young 25k, 100k, 1 million. <laughs> oh, I, I like how they send the first 1 million and then they ask for 500k to make it 1.5 and then they ask for more money. Like, what kind of phone? I mean, I know it could be worth that much money, the iPhone. I don't know what kind of iPhone they were buying. But if this kind of money starts to like accumulating, accumulating, like yeah. don't you get some sense of oh my I'm getting I'm getting scammed right now. But that's funny. It's not small money to just be sending out at random to someone that you don't know. Yeah. But also, is it a thing where I know the goods that come into Uganda, they have a bit of a bad reputation, poor quality, sent from China, mm. kind of thing. So is it a thing where everyone is just running to get things from Nairobi because it's more right? Assured. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is? That? I think most people believe that like anything outside Uganda is good. 
Like, I think yeah. the Ugandans just have that in their mindset. Like, anything outside Uganda is good. Which a lot of people in Uganda ask me, hey, I want you to buy me an iPhone there. But All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Think how much an iPhone's on your side. I just go to Amazon. I screenshot the price on Amazon. I send it back on WhatsApp. Like, there you go. That's the price. You know, that doesn't deter all of them. Some of them are like, yeah, but for this one, you can manage. And it's like, bro, I cannot for you. I cannot. Uh, the people, the people in Niger. And this is the reason why I did this episode. I know we're going to laugh and make fun of it, but it's a life lesson. Like, listen to these yeah. things. Next time when you're in that situation, like, think about it. Think about it. Like, you know, don't get scammed. Like, why do you pay for something you've not even seen touched with your hand? I would never buy something I've done. And like the, the good thing about these developed countries and like you buy something, mm-hmm. it delivers to your house, you don't like it, send it back. Go to the store, buy something, it's not what you expected, send it back. They'll give you the mon- your money. But that's not in Uganda. So guys need to be I careful. Think about that. that, you know, to some degree, we are so spoiled, you know, with Amazon, eBay, all these different kind of stores that we're able to shop just as you would go through a market, mm-hmm. but digitally in like your own hand. And that same item can be posted out to you and it's with you tomorrow. Right. And you, due to the reviews of other people and the reputation of the company, you're going to get what you paid for at a small price tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but these people, I guess, obviously, they're not there yet with in terms of the availability. So maybe it's a thing where they don't want to, but there's maybe there's no other choice. Right. And I also think when you say that, I also thought like, because we have friends in Uganda, we tell them our stories. Yeah. Like, hey, I yeah. just I just ordered a new this from Amazon or I just ordered my new iPhone. So mm-hmm. some of these Ugandans want and, and this is a not knock for any Ugandans, but like they want to live that lifestyle like hey my buddy in the u.s just ordered so when they they hear somebody selling something online oh i just bought my new iphone online just like the guy in the u.s just like the guy in the uk so you know they want to feel the same thing that we feel when we buy from but then they forget that that kind of system is not the same where they are Like, online in Uganda is kind of sketchy. Like, okay, I'm trying to think of um, the other online retailers in Uganda. And another one that's come to mind is Gigi. It's Gigi. similar to Jumia. Okay. Is it Gigi or Zoo? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done my research. <laughs> yeah, I only know Jumia, but I don't know any other online. There's a few here and there, but... The system is just not that sophisticated enough. I feel like if something is legit, they should be able to offer you like pay and deliver. Like if it's the if it's legit, <laughs> if they're not trying to scam you, it's like pay when you receive it. But I feel like both parties in Uganda don't trust each other. Like the person who is delivering doesn't trust. And rightly other. so, to be honest, <laughs> rightly so, because there's been plenty of people that are trying to just make a good living for themselves. <laughs> Go out or maybe sell a phone. You sell on a phone. You you come and meet your customer. Before you know it, there are two thugs. They <laughs> jump up from borders, come to Gilly, and now you have no money. You have no stock. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I get it. I understand both sides of the Ugandan, both the salad and the purchaser. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's your turn to go to the next one. <laughs> Let us see. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Dance of Gamers. Dance of Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.danceofgamers.co. That is www.danceofgamers.co. This is a good one. Okay. 2008. A friend was doing internship. She met a guy like two times around her place, Buganda Road, I believe. This man was well dressed, good car, would meet her every morning there for a week and tell her he likes her. See how he's lotioning her. (laughs) (laughs) They can. He tells her he likes her, they can be just friends. She was playing hard to get. Mm-hmm. Week two, he did the same thing. Showed up just to say hi and ask her out to breakfast. But of course, she couldn't accept because she was on duty. Mm, I wonder what job <laughs> she got. Yeah. I wonder. Mm. Then one Friday, she agreed to meet after work for an evening out. He asked her what she wanted. She said pork. They went to a famous joint eight bellies full and good drinks too and they hadn't yet finished their drinks so he said he's finished wait he's going to ask they wash the car mm-hmm. and it will be done when they are done yeah the place is washing bay that was the last time she saw him to this day the bill was two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> salute so look to that guy. <laughs> I like I like the next I like the next line that she says. I will tell you how she paid it later. Let's first catch a break. Catch a break. <laughs> Definitely we need a and, and that's a good message at the end. I listened to that story, and by the time things like that started happening to girls, I knew what not to do. <laughs> Go out without money and ordering things I cannot afford. <laughs> girls, whoever's listened to that, please, I beg. <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> Never, ever, 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 especially, it doesn't matter where you are. Right, because I think this is universal. Mm-hmm. But in Uganda, I think it's especially true. You should be careful if you're going out with a man. Make sure that you take enough money to at least pay for yourself. Right? Yeah. At least pay for yourself. As you're picking things on the menu, don't be getting excited. Hey, we're at Izumi. I've never been here before. This Dakabilo 200k just for myself. There, pull up, pull up, pull up. That's because I have seen this happen a couple of times mm. now. 
and it's sad because now the th there's some things that people may have to do to clear the bill. <laughs> but like, I asked myself with, when we were reading this, like, what was the intention of that guy? To just get dinner or what? Why did he disappear? You know what, yeah? It's like the man knew the strategy to keep a woman's attention, right? <laughs> yeah. And steal from her. So what he did, every woman knows, if you are consistent with me, I will give you attention. Right. Because that you're trying to be intentional with me. Mm. So I want to know, okay, I see that you're not just here for, you're not just here to just come and come paying visit and go. Right. You, know, you want to get to know me. Mm. He's not, bear in mind, he's not made any move on her. Right. Like nothing dream. What he's doing is Just to say hi. <laughs> you know? So by if you've done that by the end of week two, you're gonna be thinking, "Oh, he's such a nice guy." Yeah, cool babe. <laughs> Going back to WhatsApp is with his friends saying, "Ha, oh, I finished vibing. This chick, she believes me." <laughs> oh. Now you thinking that this is just his day to day life that he's going for cafe Java's. It's nice and easy. He can pay for this. Come, babe. Baby, come from your pocket. <laughs> Don't go out with the man, especially say the first time that you're going to going to for a date, a restaurant, something. Go with money that at least will be able to pay for your side of the meal. Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> what happens after that if you're not prepared is not nice. I really want to know how she paid for it, though. Like that's uh, what... so do I, but something tells me that it's not PG. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my gut tells me. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. That is that is really funny. That is really funny. And I'm glad you I'm I'm glad you picked that one because that's that was good for you to just explain. And send your message out to the girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, my fellow girls, don't ever do that. I've had stories, girls. Please. <laughs> I'll take. I'll let you take the next one, too. I think you had a few more that you really... I have up. some good ones. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Which other one? I was literally laughing. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. This is another story from our dear friends in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Did you already? You didn't even read this. This is just another one. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I read it. Okay. I ordered for a new phone. From some Instagram page in Nairobi. Bear in mind, this is different from the other stories. Oh, yeah. This is just another one. We used to talk every day till the day I made the 50% deposit. He went ahead and told me he had delivered the package at DHL offices, Kenya. I called DHL and they informed me they haven't received any package. That's when I knew. I was finished. 
I later called the guy and he wasn't picking. He then sent me a text abusing me. <laughs> and he blocked me. <laughs> From that day, I hear online business more so when they are not in UG. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't read that one. We didn't even... These are three of them, like from Nairobi. Fifty <laughs> percent deposit. Oh my god! That I is... feel like whoever tunes into this, yeah, like I just I need this this podcast to go soaring throughout Uganda and watch this Nairobi business come <laughs> to it. Things need to happen. It's enough. <laughs> Actually, I think they. After they shared these stories, I think they shared uh, that page from Nairobi. I think they did on Prim's <laughs> Prim's Instagram. So I didn't I didn't save that. I didn't screenshot that. But like somebody reported that page that they were buying these phones from. But it's it's funny. It's crazy. Like <laughs> it just keeps on happening to people. But it's just it's hilarious. But you just think. Eh. But do you know what I love about Uganda? Yeah. I love our continuing spirit. Like, nothing will hold us back. Never like give up. Getting hustled out of big money, yeah? And mm-hmm. just turn around, crack open a beer and be like, hey, man, that's just how it is in Uganda. <laughs> it is. It's a, it is what it is. Of course. You know, I go back to that one lady who has come five times. I bet, like, the first time, it is what it is. I'm going to try again. (laughs) (laughs) That was then. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. Another one. Another one. And then DJ Khaled. Another one. Another one. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) Two five. I, I hope she stopped at five. I hope so, because let's see, hopefully, I hope that 2023 has not now added another five. <laughs> Maybe let's change the region. Maybe let's see if there's some man in Dar es Salaam. Yeah. You know, not every day in Nairobi. You know? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. This is funny. This is funny. I've never laughed this hard on a podcast. Like, honestly... <laughs> Even when I told you, like, we're going to do this, I knew we are going to laugh, but I didn't know I it was going to be this bad. No, I'd be cracking up like this. But, like, reading these and just reading them with somebody is just funny. It's just funny. Way, oh, my gosh, this has happened. <laughs> Someone told me my friend had been sick. <laughs> I sent them 500k plus. 10k withdrawal fees. <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> Someone. Yeah. I have been there, especially when I'm in Uganda. When I'm when I'm now able to be doing the mobile money, mm-hmm. the the short amounts of money, that's when my relatives will now be coming. Oh, I'm having some malaria. <laughs> we'll with him two nights ago at the bar. Right. Um, we're feeling typhoid we're feeling something 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 they just need two niles <laughs> that's all <laughs> two niles yeah or they can bathe out for some pork yeah mm-hmm. 
Stop the pogo, the muogo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she gets her tasker light. You get your nile. She gets her smell of ice. You go for club. Yeah. You got another one, and then you get the the judge there and back. That's it. And then the the malaria is gone. <laughs> the malaria is gone. Oh man, where's your drip? I thought you were drip. Eh, everything is fine now. <laughs> that's i hate people who use that to scam because it kills opportunities for other people like you now see people you're gonna post uh things like hey let's let's get money for this person he needs Mm -hmm. to go to india for like cancer and like some of them like uh for a good cause but then you think about him like i think they just want to still money you know like even it's the same thing like you see on instagram like people studying these they used kids like Mm. oh i have uh these kids i'm looking after like uh you know it's an organization we look after orphans and we need Mm. money you know they use that and that hurts me you know it does because it's like you really really want to believe that they're really doing this and they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. But you cannot ignore the fact that it does happen, mm-hmm. that they can very much exploit these kids, post their kids, them having fun, doing some kind of activity, and then you and a colleague making some food. And you can be running this ad for months mm-hmm. and no one would ever know the truth that maybe you're not feeding these kids the way that they say you are. and this kid wasn't that sick and you're sending so much money yeah people are opening their hearts and saying this is a good cause Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's always hard to choose what to believe in isn't it and it's just yeah but i like (laughs) like that how this person was too nice to even send the withdrawal (laughs) you know what yeah i have an admission when someone asked me for an amount that's over like 100k or mm-hmm. something, I'm just thinking, you asked me for, this is the pop-up. Yeah. That I'm, surely you must have 12.5k for withdrawal. Right. <laughs> I'm never sending. And then sometimes you'll get the text back like, I did that, but you didn't send for withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. You ask me for a certain amount of money, I send you that. Like, that's what yeah. I send. Because... You want... I send you that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, <laughs> that, that kills opportunities for other people. Um, That was this one. Um, It's about... Actually, this one... Actually, at the bottom, they say, those who just graduated, be warned. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> so, this person... When I just finished campus, looking for a job, I met a guy along Mega Supermarket, Old Tax Pack. We all know where that is. We were crossing the road and he was talking on the phone, saying he needed a worker. <laughs> he said uh, of being stolen, etc, etc. So we crossed the road. I tap on him and shoot my shot of, I'm an honest worker. I will work. He says, okay, we enter the park. Because <laughs> he was talking to me to stop, uh, to his, he was taking me to his shop, apparently. So, oh, <laughs> we talk 
as we enter through the tax pack, he gives me an envelope saying, this is 20K for you. You have impressed me. God is good. God is good. I really really needed a worker. And you look hardworking. The excitement I had. Then he asked me for my phone to put in his to put in his number. Yeah? No. So, like, you know, the old text pack, it's so packed. Um I hope this doesn't end the guy, way I think guy disappeared in the thin air <laughs> with my phone. <laughs> I checked the envelope he gave me and he had newspapers cut into <laughs> Cut into money length till today. I fear mega supermarket street and the tax. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh, but I I feel sorry for my people. I I feel sorry. I feel sorry for my people. I if you think about it, like, this is such a terrible situation. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Do you not feel like you should congratulate the thief, too? Like, wow. Thank you. That really was a smart move. That was so smart. Like, how do you get somebody just being on the phone call complaining Man. about your workers? Because they... No, no. Do you know what? Yeah. Wow, Ugandans are psychologically abusive. <laughs> they are for real. No, at the moment, it's hard to get a job unless you know somebody already in there. Your parents work there, your auntie, your uncle works there. Otherwise, the odds of you getting a job somewhere is kind of minimal, you know? Yeah. So if you're going to be walking around talking about a worker, there is going to be one in in eight people passing by that goes, and you know Ugandans also don't mind their business, so of course no. he was going to get something. Of course, yeah. A worker's going to be like, yeah, yeah, I kind of work. She's a graduate. She needs a job. If that person is disturbing you, please let me take over. Yeah, Shoot your, your phone is now in the middle. Your phone is making its way. Read the taxi park to Mutasa Cafe. <laughs> First, my question would be like, why wouldn't you ask yourself a question? Why is this guy handing me an envelope of 20K for being hardworking? How does he know you're hardworking? Just by telling him that I'm hardworking? But do you know what? I think. Wait, what was the order? Was it that the guy gives you the envelope of 20K? Mm-hmm. Or that he takes the phone first because if he gives the envelope of 20k first Mm -hmm. that is a way to assess the desperation level of that person right in order to know that the next move is gonna bang yeah he gave the 10k first and then took the phone so yeah then he was like okay if 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 i've given this and he's accepted it Mm -hmm. the odds are he's going to trust me enough Mm -hmm. Because I've already given him something for free. Yeah. Right? He's going to give me his phone. All I've got to do is plot my exit. That's crazy. <laughs> that is that is crazy. Like, 
So this it's person like, doesn't even know what kind of fun you have, but whatever you have, he wants it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> whether you have whether you have an iPhone 14 or community, he wants the phone. But I could tell techno doesn't matter. He's thinking he's gonna get something. <laughs> My goodness, but it, it just goes to show the kind of like the situation in the country and how desperate people are. But the way people have to think. Mm-hmm. Ugandans are the most creative people in Africa. I'm so exactly. sorry. Exactly. It's not great situation, but it shows some talent here. Mm-hmm. I can't help but be impressed. I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> when we're reading this story, you couldn't guess like it's going to end up there. Like, a guy being on a phone, crossing the road, ends up taking a your man phone. Had money. <laughs> Cuttington from newspaper. He has thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, people have done homework about their scamming skills. Like, yeah. they, they have prepared for this. Oh my gosh. That's, that's funny. That's funny. That is what you. You know how they say, fail to prep, prep to fail? Yeah. <laughs> that is it for you, Gandalf scammers. <laughs> you don't prepare yourself. Uh, I don't know how many we still have. Um, I don't know how many you have on your end. So you I can. Think from my end, I think I had one. Okay. I think I even borrowed one because this was just too funny. <laughs> <laughs> you borrowed one. Okay. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So someone goes, hi, Prem. It's been a very heartbreaking experience. I was working at Parliament when I met some guy I used to watch on TV, specifically NTV, a program called Men. Hey. (laughs) I used to chill a lot at Cafe Pup on Parliamentary Avenue where most legislators be. So this guy would come chat me up as if we had known each other for long. I had just met him in parliament corridors before. Remember, nothing much I knew about him. Here he starts telling me how he is a lawyer, state house lawyer. He then started asking if he would take me and my friends for tea sometime. Danger, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Red flags. So, red flags. So, I organized with two friends we meet. The guy had a big brown envelope with lots of money. Money. So, we have bad. <laughs> wow. New notes only. It was election time. He told us it was NRM money to give out to voters. He gave me, he gives me two bundles of 5K. Gives my friends too a short bundle to share to cut the story short. I was driving a spacey at the time, had ordered for a Kruger through um through Mazda, if you know that car dealer. I sold my spacey at 9M and was meant to top up. Oh. <laughs> oh dear, I see what this is going. <laughs> I had already deposited at the car dealer. When he asked where I'd put my car, he, he said. Me, I have means of importing you that Kruger. 
within 24 hours at a cheaper price. <laughs> Tonga, he tells me that master would delay me. He advised I go and I withdraw my money from master and give to him. Oh, my head is already painted. For oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we went together to master. You know how a thief will always escort you to uh-huh. get his money? Yeah. <laughs> I got my whole 9M, handed it over to him. Up to today, I've never set my eyes on this man. (laughs) Meanwhile, I tried to involve the police. This guy would tell them that they should not involve themselves in his marital issues. (laughs) That we were dating and supposed to get married. When he moved on, (laughs) I started concocting stories about him. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I thought? What I thought through this story, though, like, I don't know, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the story started off, this guy was, his intention was not to steal the car. But when he overheard the story that she's trying to get a car, it's like, bam, this is an opportunity yeah. for me to... Opportunity. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he, he saw the opportunity. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to take it. Yeah. But oh my gosh, this is this is funny. <laughs> like when you're reading through that, I was like, how does a somebody prepare this whole story? Like plan. That's smart. That's smart. I'll give it to them. That's why, like, I have to like you know, I shake my head all the time, like, oh, like I wish there was much more opportunities for people, especially young people in Uganda, to have access to jobs like the way we do here in the West, you know. I really because this, if you think about how many smart, intelligent people there are in Uganda, I would be counting forever. Mm. Just of the people that I know and then the stories that I've heard. I wish they had the opportunities. But <laughs> so when you see what they're doing, yeah, when there's no opportunity there, <laughs> opportunities they're making for themselves, I cannot help but just <laughs> applaud. <laughs> well done yeah yeah well done the chicken (laughs) does not just sit waiting to be hunted you have to catch the chicken right yeah how is it how else is it going to make it from chicken with the feathers to naked with its choosy mix (laughs) on the barbecue (laughs) you're the one who has to take it there yeah (laughs) that's that's crazy and all these stories we've read like you see the strategy and I like, I think this was Prim's response when she shared that on her story, like, marital affairs, I think we'll be fearing men today. And this is all my, like, female friends or listeners, like, yeah. I think, learn something from here, learn something. Please. Like, please, at least one or two, like, they will save you a fortune, like, they'll save you your nine million Shillings that you're gonna use to buy your car. Nine million. She never saw that man again. (laughs) What? Nine. Hey. (laughs) I'm even just trying to do the maths. So, how much is a million in USD? Because I know in 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 pounds, it's about something like two hundred pounds. I think so. I think it's around there, like two. Because one, I usually say one one dollar is like three thousand. 500 shillings so like yeah so around that roughly yeah so, it'll so be then like he's basically 
he's basically got away with like can we say almost a thousand dollars or pounds for yeah. free for free and like you know in uganda like that money can do a lot that for you lots could start a business and he's got that <laughs> for free for free just being smart <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna end with this one i'm gonna i think i'll read i don't know if you have it on your side if you want to read it you have the one of like prim banangi this coming thing it was 2019 the one <laughs> you should read that one read it, yeah? yeah okay wait what's look at whoa what's my camera doing okay. there we go <laughs> <laughs> okay starts like this prim bananga this coming thing mm. it was 2019 my dad is a teacher so munanga this man comes as a parent and talks to him then along the way him he's like dr kavuma i work with ministry of health i think that's yeah moh yeah, ministry of health, yeah. and we have a project coming up for fistula parents around ea so we are going to need data entrance. Oba ebilara Or like she, I think she was saying like what what else it was like all the other stuff oh, he talked about. Yeah. Those. So he tells my dad, since you're a teacher, you definitely know some of your previous good students. We can hire. Oh. <laughs> that my dad calls me, gives me all the necessary info, plus the guy's number. <laughs> I call the guy. He gives me his details. I took Gamba. We have to pay for uniforms. And he said he also needed some other people. Eh? That I tell my <laughs> friends about five of them. If all of them his number, roughly, each of us paid 800. <laughs> <laughs> what? Brim. Nga guy gives us a date that we are going for training on that date. Nga Atugamba, his wife had had a bad accident. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't believe it. No. Okay, wow. She's an ICU air Bambi. All of us were touched. Oh, it's the Ugandan heart for me. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a few days, Nga. The guy tells us his wife had passed. Of course, we felt sorry. He said Barry would be in Rwanda. And his colleagues were going, Munangi, since guy had helped us. Guy, we even offered to go to Muzekirako. To like we bury for him. Like we help him for the barrier. Yo, <laughs> wait. After all giving him 800k, they also help him with <laughs> yeah, that. They, they wanted to offer because they, was, they were too sad for that. The way to go help with the barrier. My goodness. My good wait. So he said transport fares. He said they would pick us, then we proceed. Not to lean the sour frame. Guy's phone was off. So they said to grab Hold on. So they wanted and to, to go. Like they, waited. they wanted to go for the barrier and they sent their transport money to the guy to pick them up. To go for the barrio. <laughs> and the guy's phone was off.
Oh my god! No, people are so smart, but this is so bad. Yeah. My gosh, maybe. So then, <laughs> Obama, maybe he's in so much pain, but being so wise. Kumbe, but you said that. Long story short, the number went off forever. <laughs> Now, my friends turned to me that I knew the guy and we had teamed up. Oh, to my friend, Kumbe. I had also never met the guy. I said, I even gave them his no one sent her the money to me. Even when I knew an opportunity that I can never connect anyone, the friendship. The friendship ended like that. Oh my God. Lose money. Lose friendship. Ended... <laughs> oh, Let's unpack this. I can't. <laughs> the guy is smart. And also, Ugandans, our heart is too full of love to give to people. We exactly. are too, especially if we hear news that somebody, however good they are, has lost their loved one, has lost a wife, has lost a husband. The way as a community we can band together and be there for that person. He knew everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Prem said, I'll forgive you for everything, but offering to go for the burial is where I stop. How? Honestly, why? You don't know him. <laughs> you don't know. You, you paid him transport for him to pick you up who he doesn't know for his wife <laughs> guys <laughs> guys <laughs> i love i love my country people <laughs> i wouldn't change a thing i wouldn't change a single thing no the entertainment value is too good <laughs> where else can you get this kind of story i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I've kept these stories for as long as I have for this moment because it's worth it. No, I knew today was going to be good, but listen. <laughs> Give the money. Want to go for the barrier? Man. You lose your friends. <laughs> All for somebody that you've never <laughs> even met before. <laughs> Plus, no, the dad was involved be, though if my friend but then also the friends what led you to each give up 800,000 Uganda shillings I know everybody <laughs> should be looking at each other weird but the dad was involved too <laughs> the dad was a that's <laughs> In fact, it's true. Without the dad, the trust element wouldn't have been there. Right. That is where everything went wrong. <laughs> they, they paid for uniforms. You know, I think all these things come through because of the desperation. Like, yeah, people are desperate. People are exactly. desperate. And in that time, they get them in their desperation and they take advantage of them. And I know we've laughed a lot. We've laughed about these stories, but I always want to tell these people, like, no matter how desperate you are, don't just go for something you don't know about. 
yeah. make research, ask. And they believe a lot of people. Like you hear stories and you're gonna like, oh, somebody told me this, somebody told me that, somebody told me, and they the believe time. that. And it's like, but where did they get this information from? Who's mm-hmm. their source? Mm-hmm. You know? Or just I heard from my neighbor that mm-hmm. this person went here and did this, and it means this result. Why? Mm-hmm. But then again, I think. Again, it comes down to like the desperation and people almost feeling like, you know what, I'm about to give up. So if there is the next best thing and it's worked for A, B and C, maybe it can work for me and mm-hmm. let me try. Which is it's so hard to see because especially from here when we are the people that get fed all the stories that go wrong whenever somebody goes and seeks asylum somewhere else, whenever someone goes and goes into a, a, a deal that looks lucrative, but we've seen through documentary reports, um, you know, these people that go to Africa, like BBC World Africa, they really go and uncover a lot of the injustices that are happening. But a lot of people don't have access to this information. Mm-hmm. So you hear a neighbor has done a good thing and you think, Yep, I can do it. You don't realize that maybe the neighbor never did that. Maybe they had to do something else and they learned the hard way, but they don't want to share the truth with you. You know? Yeah. I think there's just a lot, there's a lot to be learned. But there's a lot of things that are out there. So I just kind of wonder like maybe the information just isn't being distributed fairly. I'm not sure what's going on. I think I'll put the blame on the people. Not all of it, but like, because these days, and it's something I've talked about on the podcast, these days we have smartphones, but mm-hmm. for, for most people, they use smartphones for wrong reasons, for like, yeah, TikTok is fine and all that, but while you're doing TikTok, do you use Google a lot? Like, yeah, Google up something, and there's a lot of like these online scams too like leave alone these stories we've done like somebody's mm-hmm. gonna message you on instagram and we we even us who are living in the diaspora we see those somebody comes with a deal oh i help these people and i've received this yeah. a lot having a podcast like people are like oh we like the work you do and we want to collaborate with you we're gonna mm-hmm. bring this to you but like you look at those and you're like first of all how do you know me like what, right. what do you know why did you choose this and don't just right. get hyped up about i remember the days when we we're in uganda we'll get hyped up even receiving an email like oh my gosh i got an email on my email oh you 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 get so happy and all that oh an email is coming from the u.s and email is coming from the uk somebody emailed me from the uk you get all hyped up we, we're gonna yeah. so like that excitement and that desperation that we have growing up in a third world country they take advantage of that even the smallest money you have they don't care how much money you have like the little money you have they are willing to take it they're willing to take it but not only the people like outside the country like even your same people your fellow africans we've read stories from kenya they don't care Somebody, yeah, we've seen stories from Uganda, like the guy who took the girl from the restaurant. He was a Ugandan yeah. from Uganda. Like they, they don't care; they just want to survive, and they're gonna do whatever it takes to survive. It's survival, yeah. you know. It's survival. I think the only thing that I'm kind of thankful as for now, even though I do hear, you know, a worrying, growing number of um, 
people that are starting to take to gun violence a bit more like within the last week we've heard of two deaths that have happened mm. in uganda crazy enough both in chandra or kanja yeah yeah um at the hands of guns and then we hear about chloroform um poisoning when when people are coming in to your house to do a burglary and then they use chloroform gas on the askaris different people everybody's sleeping and people can come in and just take your belongings as you sleep i mean we have little incidents of things like that but overall i think i try to think of the silver lining in every situation and i'm just thankful that for now people are not so much using violence like really attacking violence on each other and survival in Uganda seems to be based on being prepared for the next thing that could happen in terms of what somebody says what somebody does how to protect yourself from certain things you don't really have to protect yourself from gunfire like in a aggressive theft but people really need to think about themselves how to protect themselves and the internet comes with a lot of promises of good things because you can see people living a life that maybe you may want to attain but it's important to realize that these things don't come easily and just because somebody from abroad or near far offers you a, a something that seems too good to be true question why it's too good to be true and question if it was that easy to attain and easy to get why doesn't everybody around you have that same thing mm-hmm. you know so these are just things that our people need to think about a bit more when you're desperate for your situation to change or or yearning for that change don't think that the easiest thing that comes around is going to be that change for you it won't mm-hmm. something yeah. sometimes will make your situation way worse that's why I, I i like to tell the people and i'm glad we we shared all that we loved by the end of it i want us like what we just shared like sometimes take that extra step to verify mm. um, somebody sent you a link verify is this legit ask a mm-hmm. friend ask somebody uh, sometimes people and you're gonna like to kind of come to kind of get like this is my thing like i don't want to give it to anybody mm-hmm. but like when i see something i ask another person what do you think this is legit and like so yeah we need to take that extra step to do that but anyway we've been here for an hour and almost 40 minutes so i'm gonna even oh have this <laughs> you know i'm in front of the window yeah and i've seen when i came on the sun was still up <laughs> and the sun is setting now and i've realized wait i'm just depending on my wardrobe lights <laughs> it was so fun that we did that but i know honestly <laughs> it's, it's crazy but um I'm not going to prolong it because I know a lot of people's attention span is less. But this is such a fun conversation that I, even if I was watching YouTube and I fell on this, I would literally like watch it's the whole thing. Like, of course, yeah. But anyway, I'm so glad that I got you back on this very topic because it was amazing. I cried. I laughed. People are going to see this on the. Like, I laughed. I <laughs> cried. I wept the tears. I drank all my drink. It's all gone. And these stories were just. I- refilled another drink i refilled another drink just doing a podcast sometimes sometimes i feel like my podcast would have been better if i have people in the same room but no matter the resource i have having people on online 
still works. So I, I honestly like think the way that you've done yours is genius. Yeah. Like you can set it up the way you want to, and you can speak to people from all over the world. Exactly. It's just about getting your time zones in, mm-hmm. in check, and then that's it. Exactly. But even in person, like, listen, it doesn't get better in person. In person, you can be set up in person, and then someone's like, oh, someone's running physically late, for example, and you have the studio yeah. for, like, three hours. The person comes in with 20 minutes left mm-hmm. to record the podcast. Exactly, yeah. You know? But you have a unique thing here where you can, if you want to, speak by yourself. Mm-hmm. You have a topic and it's heavy on your heart. You just speak to your camera. Because now you've been gathering or following people. People just want to know what you have to say. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is a great place to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're just seeing, we're seeing your podcast do like this, man. <laughs> this is good stuff. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like the uh actually the last time I had you on the podcast I changed my podcast twice from cuz the time I had you I was on a desk with my computer then yes. I moved my podcast to get a couch in the room and then I was and then now I moved my podcast to a bigger space in my basement so now it's bigger. So And now I'm on the TV. Now I you're know on the I'm TV. I, I keep up with it. <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the TV. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Queen of the North, I appreciate you. I, I I love having a conversation with you. You just like a whole vibe. And uh, I've told people like, I don't really care if two people <laughs> like this podcast. I've loved, I've enjoyed it. As long as it makes me happy. It's all, exactly. on, it's all on you. Like all of the listeners, like it's all on you. Like do whatever yes. you want with it. I'm happy. I'm content. And if there's something I don't like, I'm going to work hard to change that. But yeah, beyond that, it's out of my control. Yeah, and it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think this has been longer, so I won't ask you those other questions I usually ask on the podcast. So it's, it's, it is what it is. People have got it. It is go. what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But anyway, I don't want to keep you here for long. I appreciate you, your time, and... Maybe. Honestly, thank I, you so much. Thank you so much for bringing me back. It's yeah. been a, such a long time coming. We've been going back and forth like, yo, I need to come back. Yeah. You need to come back. I need to come back. And it's finally happened. I'm just so happy. I feel like we've, so we've made it worth the wait, though, like recording for 100%. almost two hours. It's, it's seven minutes <laughs> to it's seven minutes to two hours. So we made it worth the wait so those are two episodes worth of this so I appreciate that and uh, I'll not wait for another year if I find another funny uh, good topic whenever you know I get who time, to call man. yeah I know who to call so, <laughs> so I'll reach out so anyway yeah alright I will let you go and keep in touch absolutely you take care man alright you too bye bye Hey there, uh, this is Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast. Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also don't forget to share, like, subscribe and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.